0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to a special solo feed episode of The Delight Show. Um, I'll be back up Wednesday with your Royal Rumble, but uh, this is the show that my cousin Brittany and I recorded, God, it's been almost three weeks ago now. Um, And in this episode, we talk about the world um, post-insurrection, but pre-inauguration. We were looking forward to it. Um, We also tell a couple stories about our grandfather and our grandfather uh, unfortunately passed away about 40 hours after we recorded this and um i feel like the good stories we tell about him are, are a fitting tribute to that um so this is not a very wrestling oriented show but i hope you enjoy it and i will of course be back on wednesday with your royal rumble And next week, it'll be me and the K. Murphy predicting the Royal Rumble in another thrilling edition of Are You Smarter Than the Monday Night Delight that will, of course, go better than the Royal Rumble, or excuse me, the Wrestle Kingdom edition. But um, that all being said, let's have the music play. Amazing
1: grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found was blind but now
0: welcome everybody, welcome I to the delight show. I am your host, the Monday Night Delight Man's Chapel. It is a pleasure to be here with you. I wanna apologize first and foremost that there was no show last week. Um, As many of you know, since July of last year, I have been in employment turmoil. Um, But last week, I finally got my training done. Um, As you're hearing this now, I'm out on the streets delivering mail. I'm a United States postal worker, um, and and it's great. But last week, while you were not hearing me, I was doing 30-something hours of training in three days, uh, and my brain was all squishy, and I didn't have a show for you. But we're back. Uh, and as promised, I'm not here alone this week. I know it's not Kay Murphy. They'll be here next next week. No, week after next for the Royal Rumble. Uh, but this is my cousin, uh, who does not have a fancy nickname. If there, if she's on the show long enough, maybe she'll get one. But Brittany Coy, everybody, Brittany, how are you doing?
1: Hi, I'm good. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations on finishing your training and starting work. Uh, I. Speak for the family when I say we're all very proud of you and excited. So congratulations. Well,
0: thank you. Um, I don't know why anybody would know this, but you and me, uh, our uncle is a postal worker. He's a, he's an, another mail carrier like I am now. Uh, he's only been telling me to look into this job since I was a senior in high school.
1: Oh, it, he's been telling me to. Yeah. Don't, feel, don't he, feel bad.
0: I think he's told all of us. Um, yeah. It's been 15 years. I started listening in October of last year. <laughs> now, the good thing was, um, the, the president, oh no, by the time you're hearing this and well, by the time you're hearing this in a couple hours, he won't be the president anymore. We're going <sighs> to talk about that. Um, he decided to make it hell to be a postal worker and a bunch of people quit and a bunch of people retired. So all the jobs came open and I became a postal worker in weeks. Um, it shouldn't go that fast, but it absolutely did. Um, so that job came up, it, it's working out really well. Um, I'm probably really sore and tired, but, um, uh, that's not what we're talking about here. I, I am very happy to have it, uh, be there and I'm sorry that I wasn't here last week. That being said, that being said, that's a lot of words to say. Uh, Brittany and I are going to talk about, uh, not wrestling. Brittany, not a wrestling fan. Um, there was a small... Well, I
1: was... A brief moment, I did choose a champion. I would like to let everyone know that I I chose a champion, and yeah. then I did. I got
0: out right. Um, Brittany had one favorite favorite wrestler of all the wrestlers ever, <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> she picked well. I just want to point out she picked well. Uh, didn't know it at the time, and at the time maybe it didn't seem like such a such a smart choice. But in the year twenty twenty one, looking back, your favorite wrestler is Cody Rhodes. Oh yeah. And, and
1: from the first time I saw him wrestle, he was my favorite.
0: Yes. Cody Rhodes, you saw him wrestling in WWE. I think it was, oh, I don't think my kids were born.
1: Oh, no. They, I was in high school. So this was summer this was before I got married. 2008, 2009.
0: What was Cody Rhodes doing in 2008? Did he, he didn't have the mustache yet.
1: No. Oh, God, no. He wasn't even no, no, dashing Cody, Cody Rhodes. So, and he wasn't a bad guy yet. I, I got healed. Is that the right word? That for is the right word.
0: Very good. Um,
1: <laughs> he was still one of the good guys when I was watching.
0: Do you know the word for a good guy?
1: Hero would be my
0: guess. No, it's actually a baby face.
1: Baby face? Yes,
0: the idea that was... That sounds like
1: an insult.
0: Well, no, back in the day, um, the heels would be these big, burly, and because this term originates from way back when, with, with, you know, there used to be a time in wrestling where the biggest bad guys were whoever it was America was fighting at the time. <laughs> So, it was Germans. <laughs> they can't do that all... now. Now, um, my dad can tell you about the von Brauners around here. So, in the in the 30s and 40s, Germans were the bad guys. In the mm-hmm. 50s and 60s, Russians. And actually, the 70s, too, were Russians. In yep. the 80s, they shifted from Russians to... And they, they were starting to get the idea that maybe we shouldn't make fun of the people with the weapons. Right. So... While they did absolutely lean into the des- to Desert Storm and um, and Middle Eastern people as the bad guys, the biggest bad guy was still a white guy. Um, it was Sergeant Slaughter. He became an Iraqi sympathizer, and so he was still the big bad, even though he they didn't actually make. And then eventually they did make Middle Eastern people the bad guys, and it didn't work out. It was, no. it was all terrible. We're not talking about Muhammad Hassan here tonight. We're talking about the world in general. We're not going to talk about wrestling much more than we already have. Um, at the end of the show, I'll come back on myself and kind of recap whatever happened in wrestling this week. I have some thoughts about Dynamite from last week. Um, I'll do that at the end of the show. Uh, but we're going to talk about the world because when we got the idea to do this, like, what are we going to talk about? And then the world supplied us with a lot. Of Everything
1: just, that anyone could ever want to talk about, or not want to talk about, yeah.
0: really. And, and, and as you're hearing this, it is January the twentieth. It's a uh, to to quote the new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Um, but at this point, if not already, Donald Trump is no longer the president of this country. Thank God. Thank and God. I, and I'm not. Even, and I used to say oh, I'm not going to get political. I'm going to get political. Thank God. Um, we survived four years of the Trump presidency. And now we have Joe Biden in office. Personally, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Biden, but he's not Donald Trump. And that that could have been his whole campaign platform, and I would have voted for him anyway.
1: That's the same mentality that I have. And I've seen so many people who who are you know saying, well, you don't support your president. You, you're not going to rallies. You're not doing this. And it's like, well, no, because I don't love the man. He's... He's not who I would have hand selected, but he's not Donald Trump. So it's an improvement, whatever you want to say about him. And there's a lot that you could say about him. It's an improvement. And that is all we have at this point.
0: Well, let's, let's talk about, I will talk about Joe Biden for just a second. And I just want to point out, um, I took some political science classes in college. I'm not a political science person. Um, I watch the news and that's about as far as I get into it. But, um, and we go all the way back to the Saturday after the election. Mm-hmm. We had been living through four days of, uh, I believe, ex- what I said on on the morning of of the Wednesday after the election. I woke up and I, I put on the Twitter. I was prepared to wake up and celebrate, or I was, uh, or be, or mourn, but I wasn't ready mm-hmm. to languish. And we languished no. for four days, just waiting. I, I I always and I wasn't working at the time, so. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, I, I kept, I just had the political map up and I'm watching, waiting for Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Nevada, and Michigan to, to lock in. And I guess Alaska, but I knew Alaska was Alaska. Right. Just, if, just thinking, well, if this one locks in, then we're done. But if that one locks in for Trump, then these two could lock in and Biden can win. And I'm just ticking, ticking, ticking. And on Saturday afternoon, we're just sitting around, we're watching TV. And I get a buzz on my phone. It's over. And Joe Biden's going to speak at this time. And and, and I am uh, a father. And I got a house full of people here. We gather around. I have the kids sit there. Because I hope that this is the first president they remember. You know? Um, now, yeah. um, my kids are very anti-Trump. Like, exceptionally so. Because um,
1: you're raising them well.
0: And um, so we sat there and while Burke didn't make it because he's six, Ellie mm-hmm. sat there through the entire Kamala Harris, she'd be Kamala Harris, uh, and Joe Biden's speech and just was just hanging on every word. And and that's amazing that finally, you know, don't have to worry about what the president might say. And I just remember thinking, oh, this is what a president should sound like. Yeah. you know, I don't know how many presidents you remember because you're, you're 30 I had to do the math real quick. Yeah, what year is it? Yeah. You? You're 30. So clearly, you don't remember George H.W. Bush.
1: No. No, no, no.
0: You may not remember much Bill Clinton.
1: Um, I remember seeing him on the TV and knowing that he was the president. That is kind of as far as I was involved in politics when I was that young.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm tr- hoping that my children do with with... With, with this former uh, it's going to take some getting used to yeah former
1: former president, president. Um, hopefully it, soon to be inmate number 5067
0: 60 so, uh, I was going to I was going to rattle off Jean Valjean's number from Let Mis 24601 um, there you go yeah I'm a musical theater nerd um, <laughs> listen he's not listen I'm just going to put that, this out there He's not going to jail. He will he has the ability to pardon himself. He's not going to jail.
1: I am going to say let's just wait and see on that one because about a week ago I would have agreed with you, but now I'm not so sure. I'm not holding my breath for it. Don't get me wrong, right. but I'm just not so sure.
0: If he like I said, if he just goes away. And granted, I don't know where he's going to go. No one wants him. <laughs> me neither. Like his own golf cl- course in Florida. The, the town doesn't want him there, and he's not legally allowed to live there. So nobody wants him. But no. if he'll just go away. He doesn't have to go to jail. I'd prefer it. But if he just goes away, then that's the fine. The
1: worst, honestly, probably the worst punishment for him would just be to fade into failure and obscurity. I think that that would be, honestly, a worse punishment for him than to go to jail. So I'm kind of okay with either one, to be honest.
0: Well, um, I will say this is a lot of people want him to go to jail. A lot of people thinking like you're thinking, Oh, I'm not holding my breath. He's probably not going to jail. Um, a lot. Of, a, a, and there's one celebrity that comes to mind. I'm not even going to mention the celebrity, but people said for, for 30 years, he'll never go to jail. and He's sitting in prison right now. So yeah, I, uh, you never know, but he's uh, we lived through the next two months, November into December. <laughs> December into January. Before
1: we hop on, can I tell the story of where I was when I found out? Because it's a really good story.
0: Were you jogging and then you called Joe Biden?
1: (laughs) No. Okay. So maybe it's the second best story. Okay, that's really good. Go for it. So you know this. No one else knows this because no one else knows me. But I am getting married this year. So that Saturday, I had planned to have my mom, my sister, all my bridesmaids come up, and we went wedding dress shopping. So I was standing in the dress that I did ultimately choose when my, one of my bridesmaids held her phone up and showed me that they had confirmed the final numbers. So I got to celebrate with the rest of David's bridal because we were in Lexington and it was, it was just that kind of crowd. And so we got to celebrate me choosing my dress and, Joe Biden at the same time, and I, that's going to be a moment that I remember forever and ever. It was amazing.
0: Now, you say that you're all celebrating. I heard the list of people that were there. I know at least one person wasn't celebrating.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, you're right. She may have been the only one not celebrating, but regardless, um, I will say this. Um, that person, who we won't mention here, I think realized this past week exactly the mistake that they were making, at least a little bit.
1: I agree. I got a text message to the effect the night that the storming of the Capitol happened. Which and we're going to
0: get to. just
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. So I would agree. I think that their mind has changed, if not completely, a lot.
0: A lot is good. A little is good. Yeah. The, the, I was explaining to somebody today, somebody I went to high school with, and, and you should never talk to people you went to high school with.
1: No, I would never.
0: End of sentence. Um, they were talking about how they are, you know, they realized that, and this really surprised me, they acknowledge the fact that they are white and living in this country, and that means they have it easy. It's like, Okay, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. But then they went on to say, but that's okay. I, I, not, that's okay, but you know, I, I have a good life, and I don't want to do anything to jeopardize it. And that's what so many people thought for a long time, that you have to start taking... Um, that's what I thought for a long time. I thought for the longest time that as long as I'm not part of the problem, that's good enough. And then you, you meet people unlike you. you. You and I grew up... Uh, you don't know... What, I, I call this uh, the W.A.R. South, WrestleLatic Radio South, because I'm the only person on this network from the South. And great, Okay. Kentucky's not exactly the South, although we do where got we're con-
1: from is the South.
0: We do got Confederate statues.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, we're, we're, where we are from is the bona fide South. Yeah,
0: we're working on it. Um, we're a border state, but anyway. <laughs> hmm, um, I left. I left Little Podunk, Dawson Springs, and so did you. Um, yep. And when you go out in the world. You can't help but find people who are different than you. Um, Dawson's very homogenized. It's very much everyone's the same.
1: A hundred percent. And come from very, very similar economic backgrounds. We all, we all look the same. That's just a fact. We don't encounter people who are different at
0: all. No. So when I went out, um, our grandmother is a very lovely person, but she's also a little bit homogenized. Uh, into this town and, and one of the concerns she had I um, was the oldest grandbaby I was going off to college and, and she, she t- talked to my mom one day it was like what if he gets a roommate who's black
1: because she always whispers it
0: yes as, as <laughs> if people don't know they're black yes. now, I did have a roommate that was black I actually had a couple but more than that I had a wife like it's, okay, let me rephrase that I have a wife <laughs>
1: you still have her
0: yes um, she's actually messaging right now uh, about the about the rain. do I think the basement will flood it has just begun pouring down rain here in Dawson um, gotcha. I'm actually I'm gonna reply to this text message right now Go ahead. Uh, with my voice recording. Uh, no, I don't think the basement middle flood, we should be okay. Take, send. Um, I just take calls on the show. No. <laughs> I have, very rarely do I edit out messages. Anyway, um, I, I have a wife that's black because I went out and I met black people. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds like, well, it's such a, so what? No, no, no. there aren't any here. Well, there, there's a few. I know. I, I imported some. Um,
1: what's funny about that is I don't know if you were well actually we were just talking about this when I was home for Christmas Um, the very first time that I ever met can I say say her name or are we not saying names your wife
0: Mary Grace? no they know better
1: oh okay okay so the first time I ever met Mary Grace I had come to Campbellsville for um, band day and your mom and my mom and grandmommy all came with us and before I left our hotel to go watch the UK Campbellsville basketball game with you guys, <laughs> they gave me a warning. They they warned me so I wouldn't be surprised when Mary Grace was black. And that hurt my feelings a little bit. Just the fact that they, I'm, I understand who they are and I understand why they said it. But just the thought that they thought I would need a warning because one person of color might be a shock to my system. So I completely understand.
0: Right. Um, But here's the thing. Not only, not only did I meet black people. um, I met, I actually roomed with a guy from, from Guatemala for a little bit. Um, That wasn't fun mainly because he didn't speak English and I didn't speak enough Spanish to, we didn't understand each other. Mm -hmm. Also, for some reason he didn't like to sleep. (laughs) Again, it's not because he's from Guatemala. That's because he was insane. Yeah. Uh, he he was on the soccer team. And I, um, I live with... don't
1: w- need to say anything else. He was on the soccer team. I get <laughs> I,
0: it. I live with wrestlers uh, and, and football players and a basketball player. And the soccer guy was the worst. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. I um, believe
0: it. But I got exposed to people. I got out with a guy named Jesse. Jesse, uh, at that time of my life, was the gayest person I'd ever met. And all that meant was he was gay, and he was out. Yes, I knew gay people in high school, but they weren't out. Mm-hmm. Huge scandal when one of one of the four guys I hung out with all the time came out as gay. Huge yep. scandal. Um, and it makes when I found out, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." But no, Jesse uh, and I were in a were in a. Um, <laughs> oh, the, the, I'm a nerd. The handbell choir <laughs> in college. <laughs> I was in the handbell choir. There's pictures of that. Maybe it's the picture for the show. Who knows? Um, And so I spent most of a semester with you hanging out with Jesse because we stood next to each other at at the Bells. We were, there were only four guys in the group, so we were loading cases and whatnot. And so we started hanging out in August while we're doing our last show, which is a Christmas program at a church. And I'm sitting there talking to Jesse and he's getting ready and I'm already ready and I, re- I walk away and I realize, I turned a corner and come back like, are you putting on makeup? And he said, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Because, hey, and now um, the amount of, of, of non-straight, non-heteronormative, cis-gendered people in my life is amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the best people in my life. Um, I, I love them dearly. Um, as you all know, listening to this show... Uh, Kay is always on this show. Um, and and when they first came on, they were Kate. But now they're Kay. And that makes them happy. And, and I love them to death. So uh, exposure makes you better. You get less homogenized. Well, it, so.
1: it takes these things of, of your sexuality and your race and your gender and it, it takes these abstract ideas and turns them into people and you kind of get the opportunity to see okay there's nothing different about these people as people there's nothing wrong with any of this and you kind of have to unlearn everything that you have only heard about up until that point
0: exactly um, and we had a lot to unlearn Mm -hmm. We, we, uh, we grew up in the American South in the Bible belt, uh, myself in the 1990s, you a little bit, but you mainly in the, in the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, we were programmed (laughs) a hundred percent. Um, I was in a Baptist church at six years old and didn't stop going to Baptist church until 2018. (laughs) So (laughs) that, that's a long time. Um, yeah. And I'll say this: um, you, you had a list of things where if you're exposed to different people, it makes you different. Um, I'm going to put this out there. Um, during the Black Lives Matter protests, I'm on a, I'm on TikTok. I'm oh, in delight he's... if you want to follow me on TikTok. <laughs> um, I plug at every show. No one ever follows me. So I followed you. That's I mean from the show. I don't do I don't do a lot of wrestling content over there. I do a little. During the Black Lives Matter protests in May of last year and June of last year and, uh, you know, just as long as it went on, I saw something that kind of changed the way I was thinking. Um, because I, I had tagged a few things BLM. My 40 page started showing me BLM pages. And um, this this girl, probably 20, 21 years old, she was a Wiccan. And she was casting, I guess, I don't, I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't understand it. <laughs> but she was casting. I, I know what you're talking about. I saw a lot of those too, so I know what you're talking. She about. casted a protection spell over a group of Christians who were going to pray over the Black Lives Matter protesters that night. I thought that's fantastic mm-hmm. because the two opposite things I can think of is Christians who go uh, is Christian prayer groups and witches. Yeah. So, when the witches, uh, and I, I knew a couple of them, when, when the witches and the Wiccans and, and the Pagans went to cast protection spells over the Black Lives Matter, I and a bunch of other Christians on TikTok said prayers of protection over the witches. <laughs> Which is also strange. Don't get, It was yeah. strange to do. But that's how it should work. It is.
1: And I, I even, those shows of unity are so important. So important. And
0: it, and, and, and um, I got flack. I'll be the first one to tell you, <laughs> I got flack from that, uh, from the Christians. And when I say the Christians, I'm doing the little bunny ears quotation mark thing. Yes. Um but the christians were very appreciative. So we're going to we'll, we'll leave it there. Um all that to say, the world's been crazy. Mhm. We um and last week right before we were the show was supposed to be going up or no, that was two actually two weeks ago. We're recording on Thursday of last week, so it's it's crazy. But um the congress came together to certify Joe Biden who won a fair and just election by a lot, Mm -hmm. by a lot of votes. A lot. Um, And it was very well known that there were going to be some, some senators and house members that were going to stand up and object to the voting. And then there's going to have to be discussion and there will be votes and everyone knew it's not going to amount to anything, but they have to make this show blah, blah, blah,
1: and that's what, it was a ceremony. It yeah. was purely ceremonial is all it was.
0: For a while. And we'll get to what, you know, and, and um.
1: What it, that's what it was supposed to be.
0: Yes. Um, I'm in U.S. Postal Service training at the time. I am working for a government agency at this point. <laughs> so it was actually two weeks ago that you're hearing it. And, um, th- we had one gentleman who you could tell by looking at him, he was a Trumper guy. Mm-hmm. And we got a message said, "Well, I just got the good news. Looks like we're gonna have Trump for four more years." I'm like, and we all looked at him like, mm. and then the instructor, who is a United States postal worker, who I want to remind you, Trump tried to discredit, discount, and essentially he'd do away with la- the year before, mm-hmm. reamed this man out for about 15 minutes. Like, we, we had a, you're kidding. We had a break. So that he could he could speak his mind on this, just, just, and not in an angry way, not in a you're so stupid way, but in a here's a list of reasons why that thing you said is not true, and as a postal service worker, you're going to need to keep your mouth shut about politics when you're working. Yes. Um. So we've had this little this little break from defensive driving class, which we were very appreciative of. <laughs> And then everybody's phone starts getting news alerts all at once. And that brings us to the main topic, even though we've been talking for, holy cow, 20 minutes already. Oh, um, Lord. A bunch of hillbillies, and hillbillies are not just from the South. No. Yes, we create the biggest part of them. But these hillbillies came from everywhere. A bunch of hillbillies, at the behest of their Cheeto-dusted leader, marched down... Pennsylvania Avenue. And, and and came to the Capitol building. And the Capitol Building uh, in the history of this of this country has been invaded one time. And then they decided to make it two. And they rushed up the stairs I uh, past the six police officers that were on duty. Um <laughs> all six of them. All if you if you watch that video, there are six guys there. I know there's other people around. But there were six guys out front, and there's ten thousand rednecks. Yeah, that's that's a bad ratio. They rush the building, and then all hell breaks loose in the Capitol. And that is that's not...
1: unchecked.
0: Yeah, well, there was one, there was one police officer who checked them, and I don't know the man's name. I really do. But if you've seen the video, there's one black police officer, and, and he's standing before the mob, and he and. and the, they're being led by Buffalo Man. I don't I don't care to know his actual name. And he shoves this guy and runs down this hallway and they chase him. And what looks like this guy is is brazenly taking on the mob and probably shouldn't be, he's actually being a hero. You know this story, right?
1: Oh, 100%. I'm actually looking up his name right now because I, I want us to say his name on this podcast because he is a hero.
0: Yes. He led these these hillbillies. These rednecks, these, these and let's let's stop calling them cuddly little names. These terrorists,
1: domestic uh, terrorists.
0: He led them away from the doors to the Senate chamber, where all of Congress is currently being hurriedly ushered out. Now these pe- these people have brought a gallows to hang Vice President Mike Pence, who yes I don't I don't like Mike Pence. I don't like Mike Pence at all. He did not deserve to be hung because he did his job that day.
1: Eugene Goodman is the Eugene officer's name. Eugene just Goodman, by the way. Eugene Goodman.
0: Um, he led these people away because you know full well there was, uh, and, you, and then you can find a picture of the guy that did it. We're not going to speak any of the, of the terrorist names. No. Um. He led them away from the chamber, and you know that that was a great idea because there was a, there was one of these guys who broke in Nancy Pelosi's office and was had her feet kicked had his feet kicked up on her desk and stole a bunch of mail. You know full well, if he'd have found her, he'd have killed her.
1: Absolutely. If they'd they gotten
0: it, n- there had to been. And
1: zip ties.
0: Yeah. They were, they were not there to peacefully protest. They were there to take hostages, to end yeah. lives. They ended a life of one of the um, Capitol Police officers.
1: They did. And I'm going to go ahead and say they ended the life of the police officer who days later committed suicide because of what he'd seen. I'm going to go ahead and put that blood on their hands as well. I actually did ones. not
0: know that story. I didn't yeah. know that
1: story. Oh, yes.
0: Um, the, You know, the, there, there, were, there were casualties on their side because, let's face it, they were not a com- terribly prepared militia.
1: They were not, I, I don't even, I think the word casualties is too soft. They were terrorists that were taken down because they were committing crimes in the nation's capital.
0: Um, they stole, a, they tried to steal a lectern. Now, our grandfather builds lecterns on the regular. Mm-hmm. That man was impossibly strong. <laughs> yes. So if he got in there, but you had to know that if these these men had made it into that chamber, there was a list that they had to have had, maybe not written down, but you know full while Mike Pence wasn't getting out of that room if they gotten in. Nancy no. Pelosi wasn't getting out of that room. AOC, Bernie Sanders. AOC. They're not getting out of that room. Mitt Romney, I'm going to put that on there. These lone yeah. Republican who voted for the first impeachment. And yep. if there's, God willing, the second impeachment will have taken by now. uh
1: it's it's over right they voted
0: they voted
1: the next step is just the conviction the
0: conviction yeah if they can convict him before we there are people here in the show we're transitioning from pence to biden this morning i don't think it's gonna happen i don't think there's enough time uh i still think they should convict him and and put him in some huge prison
1: Oh, I I think there's no doubt that that'll happen just for the simple fact that it will bar him from ever running for office again. I think that that is just forthcoming at this point.
0: Well, that's the good thing about impeachment. There's actually two votes they can take, and they can take both of them. The first is to convict him. We've never successfully convicted a president. No. Um, We've only actually impeached three at this point. Uh, There's been three impeachment, well, four impeachments, five five (laughs) articles drawn up um, because... Andrew Johnson, Nixon, Clinton, Trump, and then Trump once again. Yeah. Um, the Nixon impeachment never got voted on. If, uh, if I remember this correctly, because he resigned, like they, right. they drew up the articles, but before they could pass them, he was like, no, I'm out. I, I did this mainly because Gerald Ford was willing to pardon him as president. Oh. And as, and as, as Red Foreman once said, how could you pardon Nixon? Um, <laughs> But, I've, I, I, Trump doesn't have the sense that Nixon had. Oh, no. If I had somehow got myself into the amount of trouble that Trump was in right now, I would resign. Well, first, I'd make the deal with Pence, but I would resign on the fact that, yes, you'll be president for 10 days if you can get me out of this. Yeah. Um, Trump, you know. Trump can pardon anybody he wants without any major oversight except himself. Yep. He can pardon his whole family, and he probably will.
1: I uh, imagine that
0: he will. I mean, the, the night of the 19th, the morning of the 20th, I imagine those pardons are going to come out. But um, if he pardons himself, there's major oversight to that. But if Pence pardons him, um, then he, then he's in the clear. My brother... Believes that Pence is, that Trump believes Pence is the escape clause. Um, that he that if this doesn't go the way, if his impeachment doesn't go the way Trump wants, on the 18th or the 19th he'll resign. Pence will be president just long enough to pass pardons and then out he goes. He gets the pension. He gets notoriety. They got to repent all the Biden 46 stuff, which t- I think Trump will find very funny. Right. Um, mainly because I had this, I had the same idea four years ago. That on the morning of the 19th, Obama should resign, let Biden be president, and make Trump reprint all the Trump 45 stuff. (laughs) It didn't happen, and for good reason, because now we have a properly elected Biden. Right. I'm off topic there. Um, Let's go all the way back to the original original topic of these idiots are in the Capitol. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we failed to respond correctly. If they had been, I, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'll,
1: I'll agree with you. I, I don't believe it was a failure or an oversight. I happen to believe that it was all um, very calculated. But at the risk of sounding like a conspiracy theorist, I will keep most of that to myself.
0: Ah, you're you're fine. We can do. Con- I do conspiracy theories <laughs> all the time on the show, just not about real important stuff. Right. Um. No, don't don't get me wrong. I believe there. I fully considered the fact that some of these officers pay envelope may have been a little heavy that week. Mm-hmm. Just, Hey, just, Hey, just screw around a little bit. Uh, take some selfies. Let mm-hmm. them get in the bill. Bu- it's not going to be that bad. Let them get in the building and do the little protest in the statuary. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it wasn't a protest. It was an attack. That was the whole problem. They got in there, they did their thing. Um, a couple of them ended up dead. One officer was dead, and now one a second officer has taken his own life later on. And I want to, but I want to commend—I won't talk about them too much. I want to commend almost all of the Congress after that, with the exception of Hawley and Gates and Ted Cruz.
1: I was but, hoping you were going to say Gates because <laughs> that
0: man—they get no commendations from me. No, but everybody else six hours later, who came back into that room and sat down and did their job and did it correctly for seven hours past that. Three in the morning. And these people are old people. They're not all AOCs. A lot of them are. They're not
1: even mostly AOCs. They are mostly
0: old. They came there and they worked till three in the morning. Now, our grandparents regularly stay up till three in the morning. They're not governing the country. No, they're just working puzzles. They're working puzzles. They're watching, <laughs> uh, they used to watch Letterman. Um, I think they actually do watch Colbert. I don't think they like it. I
1: wouldn't
0: love that. I don't think they like it as much. But um, no, these, they came in there, They did and, and again, I'm not committing Mike Pence on everything he did before he did his job. I'm committing on him his, on doing his job then. I'm going to commend Mitch McConnell for doing his job that night when he came in and said, we're not going to let them stop us. We're gonna do our job and we're gonna do it now. Great, good job, Mitch. Everything else you do do something else right but you did your job that night. I want to commend everybody except the people who stood up and said, nah we're, we're still we still think he's a good leader. It's not a good look <laughs> and that's why you're you guys are losing money. You guys lost hallmark money
1: all of the money like, so much money
0: like we, we we have this amount of money that we give to super, to packs and super packs so it can go to candidates we're going to take it back mm-hmm. <laughs> i like dang hallmark that that is not a happy card <laughs> i a this card oh i got a card from oh they want they've won back the money um and i know, and to the three bin that i mentioned before and there's some others i get what you're doing You think you've got a built-in base of 71 million people that if you say in four years, well, I stood up against the the corruption, four years is going to do a lot to heal this nation.
1: Oh, 100%. Not to mention the fact that at this point, and I I do want to point this out, at this point, those people who stormed the Capitol— the majority of that, maybe not the majority, but a lot of them at this point are getting arrested. Mm-hmm. They're getting brought up on federal charges and they're not going to be allowed to vote
0: if they get convicted. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part. They lose that right to vote. That's the best part is that they didn't think this through far enough no. to say, oh crap, we could never vote for, against the Democrats again. Good job, idiots. Um but no like, I, I get what Ted Cruz is trying to do I get what Gates is trying to do I get what Holly's trying to do I'm going to set up my political future by riding the Trump wave just a little bit here's the problem with that four years is going to do a lot to heal this nation in four years we're not going to be incorrect. I'm giving America a lot of credit I get that <laughs> I'm, I live in a red state after everything that happened last last four years I still live in a red state I, I commend Georgia to no end. I mean,
1: that was amazing. Way
0: to go! Like, I, I believe that night I, the words "Georgia is blue" came out of my mouth three thousand times. Mm-hmm. And then the runoff. Way to go, Georgia! Um, I'm sure that our Aunt Judy's not thrilled.
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> um, I've mentioned before, uh, and I'll come back to my point there. Uh, uh, i mentioned before. We come from now. Granted. We obviously only share maternal DNA. Um, Yes. Our moms are sisters.
1: I I can tell you that my paternal DNA is... No, let's not. We're on the same page.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) I've not really really talked about your dad much. I may have mentioned him a couple times. There's a couple serious talks I had about faith and how people can corrupt things, but we're not going to oh, talk man. about it.
1: I'll, I'll come back and do that episode anytime you want. I have I th- a lot to say about that too. That's a
0: different Father's Day episode, isn't it? <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is, um, but on our mom's side, we come from Southern Apostolic Pentecostal Assembly of God Folk. Yep. Or as we so lovingly call them, Bunheads.
1: Bunheads.
0: Uh, um, not ballerinas. <laughs> and Lord Almighty, did we did they try to indoctrinate us? Mm -hmm. Um, I
1: do. I do want to jump in and say not from a malicious place. Our, our family is very loving, very kind, very close knit, but the same way that we were brought up, and indoctrinated they were as well. Yes. So while it's not okay and I'm not excusing it, I, you know, I do want to make the point that we, we have a very, very loving and good family. Yes,
0: I don't want everyone to think that, Oh, it was terrible. No, my my grandparents were, were indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. They indoctrinated their children. It only took with 33% of their children. I just want to point mm-hmm. that out. Oh um, yeah. Our moms left that specific denomination. Now, they settled in Southern Baptist, which amazingly was an improvement.
1: Yes, I, I agree with that. It
0: um is. I've told the story before I, 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 my mom kind of kicked it all off when she ran off with the trucker. Mm-hmm. I just it 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 did the it did the best thing there. Um but we were indoctrinated. We we were brought up in, in this in, in this culture. I get where these people come from. They've been sold a bill, a, a, a bill, of this man stands for your beliefs, even though he obviously doesn't stand for their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, well, and, and
1: I do also want to say that they have been lied to consistently and repeatedly for the past four years. They have been spoon-fed lie after lie after lie, um, and unfortunately, no one ever. On that side of things, fact-checked or questioned. So while I, I don't want to take responsibility from any of them, they they were lied to. They were sold a completely false narrative, and their actions are based upon the false narrative that they were given.
0: Exactly. Um, we come from a, you know, our family believes in not questioning things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the best story that I can tell about how Trump destroyed, well, he, he built up a lot of people into their their fervor and their nationalism. He destroyed the belief in, in the Republican Party for a lot of people, including our grandfather. And, and I told the story on TikTok. I'm going to tell it here. Um, it was about a week after the election was, no, no actually, it's about a week before Christmas. And I'm standing in their kitchen. I'm doing, I'm getting something. Maybe I was dropping off, Oh, I think I was dropping off your mom's cheesecake pan from Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh and and the TV's on and, and and I'm just gonna say it word for just, I'll say it word for word. My grandfather goes, Well, there's the next president. And uh and I said, Yeah, he he's is a, a, a and he said, you know, I I, I don't think he's as scrambled a, I don't think his brain is as scrambled as we've been told. I was like, Okay, he's questioning. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. But I worry about his physical health I worry about his physical health As in, hey. and, and if he dies Then um, Harris, she'll be the president What's her name And our grandmother p- Correctly pronounces, which is something I have trouble doing <laughs> Kamala And he says, yeah, that's right You know, she's very intelligent I think she's qualified for the job And can't be a whole lot worse than what we have right now
1: I love that oh, grandmommy
0: but actually, that was Granddaddy. Oh,
1: Granddaddy said that.
0: Yeah. Um, he th- this is a man who I know full well hated Bill Clinton. <laughs> he he didn't like he didn't like Bill Clinton, he didn't like Al Gore, he didn't like John Kerry, he really didn't like Barack Obama. Oh no. No. But no. he hated Trump so much. It broke him as a Republican. Now, mm-hmm. is he a liberal? No. Not in the slightest. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But let's be real honest. The dogmatic hold of the Republican Party has been broken for one 91-year-old Pentecostal apostolic simply god man.
1: And that's pretty impressive.
0: A small change is sometimes the most important change. Yeah. Um, and that's, that, that's amazing there. Our grandmother is nice as so I'll get out. She would never speak to her political beliefs, period uh and she would just kind of accept yours, whatever they were um,
1: uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say me and I have had one or two conversations about uh how terrible Trump has been over the last four yes, years she
0: she does hate that man too uh, yes. um and i'll mean the I'll say this and this is this is not good. maybe she hasn't had those conversations with me, but she has had with you because I'm male. Probably. Um, that is also how we were kind of, re- regardless. Well, or maybe, but,
1: Mance, she just loves me more than she loves you, but we can talk about that later.
0: Uh, I don't believe that. <laughs> first grandchild. First. I was first here girl. first. First girl. That is the only sticking point you have to me. So, <laughs> if, if we rank the grandchildren in order, now, you and I will argue about who is number one. Oh, yeah. But let's start with number three. It's Adriana. She's the baby. Yes.
1: Okay. I'll agree with you on that.
0: Okay. Then there's Abby. Because she has babies. Because she has a baby and she's female. And then there's Kyle who has babies and is male. And there's Ben who is a boy and has no kids. So tough. <laughs> he, he's also, I think, the only one of us brazen enough to have drinking alcohol in front of them.
1: Oh, yeah. He doesn't care. He he, doesn't he, he it really
0: truly all. doesn't. And I commend him for that. Because I
1: love him so much. Yeah, I
0: mean, he he just he, Ben could give I mean, he doesn't care anything about what the family thinks of I long for that feeling. Yeah. I, I don't got it. <laughs> I, I I don't just have it.
1: moved away, so I they don't know enough to have opinions on what I do.
0: <laughs> ben and Kyle have got an attitude. They don't care what everyone thinks. And as such, they kind of get away with anything. Abby yep. gets away with everything and yes. always has. And always will. Adriana gets everything she wants, which is different uh, than getting away with anything because she never had to worry about the trouble because she's the baby.
1: Yep. And we your, broke and, her leg on a trampoline when she was like two. So that kind of was her get out yeah, of free jail card yeah, 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 yeah. for anything.
0: Yeah, kind of. But then there's you and me. Um, the oldest <laughs> in our families. I'm the oldest grandchild. You're the oldest granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you. I'm also just completely neurotic. Um,
1: oh, absolutely.
0: Yes. I worry about everything that they might think about us. Mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah, if if I found out that one of one my mom or either one of our grandparents were angry with me, I I don't know that I could sleep at night.
0: Yes, absolutely. Whether it be our grandparents or your mom, because my mom's passed. But mm-hmm. if your if your mom's upset with me, then that bothers me because yeah. let's face it, we were kind of raised with two moms. Our you know, your mom was my mom, my mom was your mom because they could a discipline us just as easily. And B, it was kind of just the way they were. Yeah. We, we were we we were together all the time, stuck together, you might say. hmm I was mean to you the whole time.
1: Oh, you and Kyle both tortured me relentlessly.
0: Yeah, we didn't we didn't torture Ben. He was a boy. No. We didn't torture Adri, she was a baby. And to be honest, we gotta get we got all our torturing out on you, so we didn't torture Abby either. No, uh, it was it was just me. As adults we were better. We're better now. Yes, uh, we
1: are. We are friends now. Whereas I would have described us as half friends, half nemesis
0: in our childhood. We're, we were cousins. We were family, <laughs> but we yeah. But we we grew up together there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you and I are probably the most similar. Uh, Kyle and Abby are very similar.
1: Yes, because they are both like your mother.
0: <laughs> that, that's very true. Um, <laughs> Anyway, let's, I'm going to wrap this up by bringing us back to the point I was making a long time ago. Um, this is what happens on this show. It just rolls. Um, if you go all the way back to my point of Ted Cruz and Holly and Gates, I don't know their first names, and I don't care to know their first names. Um, they're trying to build themselves a base, but four years is going to scab this nation over and it's going to start to heal this nation. And in four years, we're going to look back and say, Wow, that was a horrible time. And no, it's not going to be everybody. But a, no. big, a big part of it is people going to be like, why did we do that? How did we do that? And how can we make sure that doesn't happen again? And And in four years, when the Republicans are having their debates, there's going to be Republicans who absolutely point their fingers at those three and say they, on the day that this nation was attacked from the inside, they stood up with the guy that started it. Yes. That's going to hurt them way more than they think it's going to help them.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I mean, it's on record. It's, it's on video. There's going to be, which doesn't always mean a whole lot to the Republican party. I'm going to, I'll say that, but in four years, I, I hope that you are right. I hope that we have moved on and we are taking things as seriously as they need to be taken. And you're right. Um, People are not going to forget. No. And they're not going to forget who participated and incited and supported all of this.
0: It is. It has been a wild couple of weeks. Um, I, one I've,
1: th- I've seen a lot of people and I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and agree just because it's my own personal experience. But a lot of people said they had the same feeling as when they watched the 9-11 attacks live on TV. And I'm going to agree fear and uncertainty and sadness playing out on live television. It, it felt, I understand. No, no, no. It felt the same because it was the same. It was a terrorist attack attack on our nation and it was horrible to watch.
0: uh you were 11 or so or almost 11 nah, nine? yeah i was i was in 5th grade yeah when 911 happened i was a freshman in high school um i can definitely say i felt worse that day i'm way sadder that this is what this country's come to they and granted i'm looking at i'm remembering what a 14 year old felt compared to what a 33 year old feels now um, yeah. And the I think the response Is the difference to me mm-hmm. When 9 happened And maybe this is just how I remember it And maybe I'm wrong completely This country At least for a hot second there Came together
1: And we had a leader Who came on And say what you will about George W. Bush and his policies and, and where he stands, that's fine. But he led during that time. He, he did what he could to make people feel less afraid. He mourned with the country and kind of shepherded us through that time. In addition to, yes, everyone banded together as one country. And that did not happen here.
0: Yes. at all. Um it was he was definitely not the perfect leader, but he got us through it. And I just had this weird visual in my head of of you know we I was really into political humor and all the haha uh around the time that he became president, I was watching Letterman and I was watching Leno. But we got through it and yes, he made some missteps, but his little flubs were kind of what Took the you know put some levity in this country and I'm like oh it's like in that episode of The Office where Dunder Mifflin's clearly shutting down and all Michael can do is play the murder mystery game. Yeah, that was W for us for for several years there. It got worse, but right there at the beginning, W made the nation bearable for just a little bit. Yes. Flash forward to two weeks ago, and the man who started it at his rally disappears into the mists. He leaves a video behind that says, hey, everybody, I can kill people, go home. I love you. You did a good job. He's special. He dis- yeah, he, then he disappears into the mists. And we don't see him until he shows up at the Alamo saying, oh, it would be very dangerous to impeach me. Yeah, well, are you, I mean, we'll do, we'll do it a third time before Inauguration yeah. Day if you keep this up. Yeah. It's just, it just feels like, I think it's because... The nation attacked itself at the behest of its own leader. I feel sadder, less yeah. not less bad. Um, I'll end on one last note, and this will not mean nothing to anybody except for you and me. There is one man who could have marched into Washington that day and fixed the whole thing like that. And unfortunately, he passed away the week before. That was Jose Labrado. there's
1: uh, um,
0: our, our Spanish teacher, but he's way more than that. He coached soccer and golf. Um, He was a.
1: Every sport I ever played, he coached.
0: At least a little bit. Yep. Um, He was 100% devoted to A, his family, and B, his country. Um, Yes. And he was terrifying. (laughs) He he was a former, he was a retired lieutenant colonel who fought in Vietnam, and he fought in, I think, was it Grenada? Like, I read his obituaries, like, he fought everywhere. He yeah. killed all kinds of interesting people. Uh, yeah. He would have marched in there that day and just cracked heads. It just... Um,
1: no hesitation.
0: Yeah. I. Like, you weren't in high school on 9-11, I was. And that day, there was no Spanish taught that day. That day, he taught about what happens when you're, when your country is at war and how to keep calm... And how to do your part, um, mm-hmm. and it was a very good day to be in Jose's class. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away a couple of weeks ago. Uh, by now, uh, but a good man all around. So we're gonna. End One there. of the
1: best men that I ever knew, and uh, I am just you know, my best friend in high school was his son. And just every condolence to their family because he was he was just an amazing man.
0: Um, I still speak a little Spanish because he taught it so terrifyingly. Yeah. <laughs> Learn Spanish or else. Yeah? But that he could he should have put that on the door of the classroom. Um, did you take AP Spanish with him?
1: Uh, yes, I took all four years yeah, of Spanish. I, took all four I did. Years.
0: I did too. Um, I wish I spoke better Spanish than I do now. But the fact that I remember anything is a credit to the fact that, A, yes, he was terrifying. But the man knew how to teach you in a way where you would learn it if you just put in the effort. Exactly.
1: And let me tell you, if if you put in the effort, I, w- I was never scared of Jose Labrador. I just, he, he was so good. He was a wonderful teacher. Um, but there were people that rightfully were afraid of him. They yeah. should have been.
0: Because they <laughs> didn't. Take the class right uh <laughs> four years of spanish um two years on the golf team he taught me social studies in middle school and he was just all in court and then i was involved with the basketball team and he was the assistant coach so i mean I, I, he was a big part of my life and then every time i saw him after that he was always happy to see he was always friendly and happy to see you and uh i don't think he ever met my son but he definitely leave it my daughter when she was about two mm-hmm. um I, I just miss jose i wish i'd seen him yeah. at least one more time i heard he was very sick though um it just sucks and i hate to yeah. be a downer at the end of the show um but just the thought of jose just walking in there and just just he would have got hold of that buffalo guy and just oh my gosh ripped his, his head off and stabbed him with it like yeah <laughs> uh the uh, my sophomore year, um, one of the guys giving graduation speech t- couldn't be couldn't be bothered to write a serious graduation speech, so he wrote a ten things you should know if you're if you're going to to high school or went to high school, and number eight was if Barry Kirkwood tells you anything, don't believe him, but if, <laughs> but if Jose Debrado tells you he can kill you with a napkin, believe him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jose was was one of the best. Uh, but that's gonna bring us to the end of the show. We, I said we'd go twenty minutes. We went an hour because that's how I do this show. Uh, wrestling. Uh, I said I'd do some wrestling at the end of the show. We're, I'm gonna do it right here. Darby Allen's a madman. Sting is way too old to be in the ring, and um, Serena Deeb and and uh, Ty Conti had the best match I think Ty Conti's ever had. We're gonna let that be. That's the end of the wrestling report. Brittany, do you have anything you want to plug to the people? Do you want Do you want followers on the TikTok? Do you want followers on the Twitter? Or are you just happy to be here?
1: Uh, No, I want to be, in general, left alone at all times, (laughs) so I won't be plugging anything. Um, But I would absolutely love to come. This has been so much fun. I've wanted to do this for years. As you know, I've been pestering you for a very long time. So please, unless this was terrible and everyone hated it, please have me back. I have opinions on lots of things.
0: Uh, we'll, try, we'll do, we can do movie stuff. We can do, um, this just, we, we were trying to find something to talk about and th- this was the only thing that felt like it needed to be talked about. Yeah. Um, so awesome. It was great to have you here. It was great that we got a chance to do this. Finally, we'll do it again. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for the delight show. Check us out on the Twitter at addict underscore wrestle, for all of your wrestling radio shows. There's plenty of wrestling content out there. This week, I know it's, there was none for me for two weeks now. Next week, I'll be coming back to you with the 2014 Royal Rumble, I believe. I think that's where we are. Um, I'll check to make sure. The week after that, I'll be on here with the K. Murphy. We'll be predicting uh, Royal Rumble will be playing another round of Are You Smarter Than the Monday Night Delight? And As you all know so far, they're so much smarter than me, it's not even funny. Uh, Check me out on Twitter, at Inman underscore delight, on the TikTok at Inman delight, and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody.